Just how worried should we be about Jackson Smith and Jigba and other disappointing rookies? We're talking about that and more on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Today's a crossover Thursday, and this crossover Thursday episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is former NFL scout Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, we've talked about Puka Nakua. We've talked about De- <laughs> Devin Achan. We've, we, Devon Achan. We've talked about all of these exciting rookies so much over the past few weeks. I think it's time to, to look at the other side of things because this rookie class, while – probably a lot better than we expected. Uh, it, it's not all, it's not all roses and, and, and rainbows here. We've got some disappointing guys as well. Um, although it, it's not quite as bad, maybe no. as, as you might expect, uh, actually kind of struggled to find some names. There's a couple of obvious ones. I've already mentioned one Jackson Smith and Jigba. We're going to borrow from our co host Kate and Marcus every Monday. They do the panic meter based on the previous <laughs> week's games. Who should we really be worrying about? And, and they talked about one of those rookies uh, just this past Monday. Go back and check that out. We'll talk about him as well. But Matt, let's start with JSN. Jackson Smith and Jigba, he was the consensus 1.03 pick in rookie drafts, went as high as two overall in, in those uh, single quarterback leagues. I, I feel like we kind of knew the story here. I mean, he he was going to be behind Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf in almost every scenario. And that's what's happened. Um, I do think he's been a, he's been worse than I expected, certainly from a fantasy standpoint. Um, I mean, that team wants to run the ball. Uh, They're, they're feeding their two stud receivers and there's just not much left on the bone for JSN. You look at his fantasy ranks over the, these first four weeks, wide receiver, 75, wide receiver 59, wide receiver 101, (laughs) and wide receiver 86. And if you look at players with at least uh, 15 targets, he's got the lowest A dot in the league. And sometimes that can be a good thing, but in this case, it has not been for JSN. So I'm going to be a little bit of a bringer of good news, I hope, that first off, good. Bijan aside, I think rookie draft time, none of us, and I don't want to speak for you, but love this class. I mean, it, it didn't look like right. a really That's strong fair. class, you know. So a lot of us in the rookie draft, you know, bumped our first round picks for future picks or got out of it or realized that it was not a great rookie class. So right. that's fine. I mean, I think that's part of it. So some of us aren't as invested in this class as a whole as, you know, other years. And with Smith and Jigba and this next guy we're going to talk about, I think it's a good buying opportunity because with Smith and Jigba, 
I think he's a tremendous prospect. And the little mm-hmm. I've seen him play football at the NFL level, including the preseason, my thoughts haven't changed. But Seattle's winning. And I think a huge key to the Seahawks is everyone knows they had those two rookie offensive tackles last year. Well, they're both out. So yeah. they're playing much. They're, they're back to doing what they did last year with double tight end sets. They were the hot. I know we're going to talk about Dalton Kincaid. So I'm all over the place here. I've had a busy day. That's it. The, That's right. <laughs> the Bills were the fewest double tight end sets in the league last year. They go draft a first round tight end. Seattle was the most. They go draft a wide receiver to get both these things back to the mean a little bit. So I think the plan mm. is still in place, okay. but we've had to run a lot of double tight end sets because our two starting tackles are out. I feel like the assumption was this will be a this will be a little bit of a redshirt year for JSN. Although you mm-hmm. know you think about his redraft ADP that got uh, quite high as well, so it wasn't. It wasn't only a long-term view with him. There was, there was a lot of uh, hope and expectation for this year as well. Uh, but that I, was I too much, we, though. Even then, sure. Don't you sure. think? I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do think we have to look at Tyler Lockett. I mean, he's he's not really slowing down, but he's got to at some point. So I still think there's a path for uh, a real significant role here for JSN. Uh, I will say, I. The the next guy we're going to talk about here, and these these players are grouped together often. Uh, they have been this uh, first month of the season, of course. Quentin Johnston, this is the player that Kate and Marcus spoke about on Monday with that panic meter. And I I just meant I, I tweeted about Quentin Johnston's weekly fantasy ranks, and um, they're they're even worse than JSN wide receiver, 91, 105, 93, and 93. And our buddy Addison Hayes, one of my uh, coworkers over at DLF responded to that with a, an, an interesting list here. Since, since the year 2000, there have been 18 rookie wide receivers to fail to reach 20 fantasy points in the first month of the season who played 80 snaps or more in those four games. So essentially Hmm. they're getting playing time, but they are not producing uh, not even 20 total fantasy points. Both Quentin Johnston and Jackson Smith and Jigba are on that list. Matt, the rest of the list is, as you might guess, pretty ugly. Um, If we're looking for the, uh, the bright spots here, it would certainly be Josh Gordon, although his career, you know, I don't think is a path for anyone to to follow. Uh, Hunter Renfro, <laughs> a little unusual, yeah, yeah. Nelson Aguilar, Michael Gallup. These are the these are the good. These are the best case scenarios. Zay Jones is on here, uh, but there's guys like Devin Funchess, um, you know, Dami Brown, Anthony Swartz, yeah, Justin yeah. Blackman. Another kind of outlier for different reasons. Essentially, it's not a very good list if you're not going if you're playing. And not producing early, this is a very bad sign. So when you think about the panic meter for both JSN and Quentin Johnston, uh, where are you on that? Sounds like you're not worried about JSN yet. What about QJ? Well, I'm also going to bring good news on this guy too because okay. I don't. I think JSN's a better football player prospect, etc. But he's also more expensive if you're going to acquire either one of them at the moment. Yes. Yep. And I've thought all along that Quentin Johnston was a pick for next year. 
And we know that Herbert's going to be the quarterback here for forever now, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's as good as it gets. It's not named Mahomes, basically. But this is alarming. And I wanted to double check this while you were chatting there. I pulled up cap hits for the Chargers next year. Khalil Mack, $38.5 million cap hit next year. Joey Bosa, $36.6 million. Keenan Allen, $34.7 million. Mike Williams, $32.4 million. I think they're going to need edge rushers and receivers. You know what I'm saying? Like, these yeah, guys those, are making... Those guys might not all be around for the uh, 2024 season, right? That's why right. J.C. Jackson got traded to the the Patriots, because they're the worst cap situation in the league next year besides the Saints. So... I think you can follow the dots where I'm going here. Allen or Williams or both won't be back. And that's going to look a lot different. Yeah. Throw in a serious injury for Mike Williams and Mm -hmm. uh, makes it even more likely that again, one or maybe even both of those guys could be gone. And obviously that opens the door for playing time as well. So you're, you're still in on both of these guys you're buying. Are you giving a future first for, uh, for Quentin Johnston. Not if I can help it. <laughs> I, I, okay. mean, well, I mean, that's still pretty think, rich. I think you can probably acquire him for cheaper than that. You know, like yeah, a, yeah. A, a, pros- a player in a second, uh, obviously depending on who that player is, but uh, you know, a, a solid player in a second would get it done, especially if mm-hmm. you're matching up with a, um, a, a win now team who's maybe looking for production. JSN, Quentin Johnston, I think those are the two most obvious disappointing rookies, those uh, those players we were uh, really expecting production from that have disappointed through the first month. There are a few others on the list, and we'll continue this conversation next. Folks, I've told you about prize picks a lot, and frankly, I've had a lot of success with it, and it's working out great. I've been doing more and more entries every week and testing those skills on prize picks as football season has been the most exciting and rewarding way to play daily fantasy sports. So if you have the skills or if you think you have the skills, you can turn 10 bucks into 250 with just a few taps. It's really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 30 seconds. Prize picks has quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, an enormous selection of players and stat types. And that's what makes Prize Picks the number one daily sports app. Um, Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts, like Taco Tuesday. You got to hit up a Taco Tuesday every Tuesday. Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to twenty five percent to provide even more value. And they also now have Apple Pay, so that makes things even easier as well. So go to prizepickscom NFL. Use the code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to hundred bucks. Again, prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Football season is here and locked on is kicking up our coverage with locked on NFL kickoff live every Friday. Locked on will go live at 2 PM Eastern on every locked on NFL YouTube channel. Hosts Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and more. 
Plus, get in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts around the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Matt, as I said, I think Jackson Smith and Jigba and Quentin Johnston are the two most obvious disappointing rookies, but there's others we could certainly include. You mentioned this name earlier. Let's go back to him. Dalton Kincaid, uh, off to a slow start. And big picture, this should not be surprising, right? I mean, the Bills have um, a a solid tight end in place Mm -hmm. in Dawson Knox, and and we know the, the history here with rookie tight ends that we shouldn't expect them to get off to a hot start, but I think I think Kincaid has a couple things going against him uh, in in the perception from dynasty managers. One, he was a mid first round pick. This is a tight end True. that yeah. we spent uh, on average the one point oh seven pick on. I saw him go as high as five overall in rookie drafts, I believe. Um, and, and second is is the play of Sam Laporta, right? Mm-hmm. Laporta obviously drafted much later, both in rookie drafts and in the NFL draft, than Kincaid. He's balling out. He's the tight end two in fantasy scoring right now. And those of those of us who uh, who have Kincaid on our roster are thinking, you know, what's what's going on here? How did this happen? Um, he's he's the one with the Bills. He's the one that should be. Uh, really getting the early opportunity and early production. So far, tight end 18, tight end 16, tight end 41, and tight end 24. Panic meter on Dalton Kincaid, Matt. Minimal. I mean, yes, you would have rather invested in Laporta for the cost. Maybe even rather invested in Musgrave, who costs way less, you know, for the cost. I'm starting to come around or at least open to the idea that rookie tight ends never, never produce is starting to become a thing of the past because yes, these guys, these guys aren't what they used to be where they had to know pass protection. None of these guys can block anyways. They're just big receivers. <laughs> and that's exactly how Buffalo's using him. He's the Cole Beasley replacement. He's not, you know, Mercedes Lewis, you know, so he's on a great offense, kind of like the chargers, a phenomenal young quarterback. I think he's in a great spot and I think he's a buy low as well. Yeah. I'm not really worried about Kincaid either. Um, I, I do kind of question how he's being used. Like, uh, like we mentioned with JSN, he's another guy that's just getting this short stuff. Um, You know, this Kincaid showed us in college that he can be a big playmaker. He can be that big wide receiver. And instead he's, he's got a very low a dot as well. So I would love to see him, uh, get some more opportunity down the field. Um, hopefully that changes um, for Buffalo and for Kincaid. But I'm with you. Not um, not worried about him yet. Would you trade Sam Laporta for Dalton Kincaid? No. I yeah. I wish I invested more in Laporta. I am smitten with him right now. I he would be very high on my dynasty tight end list. Yeah, we uh, we did not mention that name yesterday when we talked about that new ADP, but I will tell you Sam Laporta is the tight end four in our new Dynasty wow. ADP uh, behind uh, the names you probably expect, uh, Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, and uh, TJ Hawkinson. So Laporta has, has jumped Kincaid, and 
many he others should. as, as yeah, he, he continues to gain value. What about Bryce Young? Uh, you know, already missed a game. Quarterback 26, 25, and 26 in his three active games. And like Kincaid, I think Bryce Young is uh, not looking so great partially because of what we're seeing from Anthony Richardson and from C.J. Stroud. I heard uh, I heard another podcast where they did an NFL draft do over, and guess what? The Panthers did not select Bryce Young with the top no. overall pick. I I wonder, you know, if if they're having regrets as well with the other two quarterbacks looking very strong very early. Uh, but separate from that, what do you think about Bryce Young? How worried would you be about him? I was never a fan. I never owned him anywhere. Yeah. You know, dynasty aside, I mean, he was my quarterback three in the real world behind those two. So I'm worried, but I I don't have to say I warned you. I mean, what do I know? But I mean, I will say (laughs) I I did a lot of this research because the Steelers took Pickett, obviously, last year. But Shieldcopedia did a lot of work on what is the average, basically, EPA for rookie quarterbacks that get thrust right into the starting job. And usually they end up as like the 24th best quarterback in the league. Well, Young was QB 26, 25, 26, you know, like maybe he ends up around the 24th or 25th best quarterback in the league without a great supporting cast. And they're a super aggressive organization. And we were talking about on Peacock and Williamson that, Apparently, they really want to go all in for a receiver in, in a Stefan Diggs, Tyree Hill kind of way. So it probably gets better, but he was never for me to begin with. Not in Dynasty, but just on on the NFL field. Would you rather have Bryce Young or Kenny Pickett? Pickett. People are mm. going to kill me for that. I'm sorry, but Pickett's <laughs> been horrendous. Pickett's been horrible. But I'm still on, but I am a homer. We've got a couple more guys to talk about. And honestly, Matt, I'm not sure if we should call these players disappointments or not. I'll get your thoughts on that, and we'll do that next. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, player props, over-unders, of course, spreads, you know, money lines. I mean, anything you want. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on, all one word, and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. This show is also sponsored by BetterHelp, and I've told you before that BetterHelp is very appealing to me. I mean, the NFL season can be a grind, and finding time to do this podcast, eat dinner, you know, see the family can be difficult, and it starts to wear you down, and BetterHelp seems like an option that would make some sense, you know, somebody that you could, you know, chat with. Uh, therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. Like, you know, you know what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it. So um, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so it's not like you have to go somewhere. Designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a really brief questionnaire and get matched up with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. You know, help yourself out here. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on today and you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. All right, Matt, let's finish up the conversation. A couple other players. I, I mentioned kind of being on the fence, if we should even consider these players disappointments, and that's mostly based on the app, uh, the opportunity or the uh, limited opportunity they've seen so far. Let's start uh, back in Seattle. We talked JSN. Let's talk about his teammate, Zach Charbonnet. He was a late first-rounder in rookie drafts as well. Uh, really almost almost no production. We've seen a couple of flash plays from Charbonnet, but um, nothing that we can count on for, from a fantasy standpoint yet. The past three weeks, kind of interesting. At least he's consist- consistent. RB47, RB45, RB46. You know what you're getting from Charbonnet, but when will that role grow, Matt? Well, we all know he landed in a terrible situation, you know, so that he would have been a much higher rookie pick had he landed somewhere else, of course. So yeah, that's all sure. baked in. Um, I'm not that worried because when I watch him play football, he's the exact prospect I thought he was. You know, it, it's just, yeah. and at that position, at some point he'll get his time. You know, Walker's going to get hurt, unfortunately, or, you know, mm. two years from now, Walker's going to be on another team. I know you don't want to wait that long, but. The fact that he looks good is enough for me for right now. You're you're making me feel better. I'm the eternal optimist here. Yeah. The the pan your panic meter might be broken here. Um, what about Michael Mayer? I know you were not a fan of Mayer coming right. in. Uh, we haven't seen much of anything. His best game was tight end forty six. In fact, I think he only has a couple catches on the entire season. Matt, uh, they don't. Michael Mayer is still. Yeah, he, he was still an early second round pick based on ADP. So this was a relatively costly investment that dynasty managers made. Uh, is, is this even a guy we can have long-term hope for, or uh, is this is this just a wasted pick? Closer to a wasted pick if I had to choose those yeah. two things. I mean, I think it's the Raiders' tight end room is like the least productive in the league. They rarely play 12 personnel so that both those guys don't get out there. And what I didn't like about Mayer is he's a very middling athlete. So I don't know that he has high upside. Yeah, and Mayer, of course, was going um, consistently being drafted ahead of Luke Musgrave. And that that sure feels like a mistake at this point. Mm -hmm. Kendra Miller only been active a couple of games. One of those games was uh, just this past week with Alvin Kamara back on the field. So looks like he's kind of stuck in, in similar to the Zach Charbonnet role where he's clearly the backup. And as long as the starter is healthy and on the field, we're probably not going to see a ton of Kendra Miller. Jalen Hyatt, the last name I wanted to ask you about Matt, same thing. We we've kind of seen flashes, uh, but he is, he's not done much either. I mean, we know that the jokes about the crowded giants, uh, receiver room with with all the all the undersized guys they they signed this offseason plus uh, plus they draft Hyatt they get Wandale Robinson back and uh, I mean that that entire Giants team has been 
uh, has really been a bust. You know, Daniel Jones, Waller have both played very poorly. Do you like Hyatt long-term? Miller, I'm going to give an incomplete grade to, although I thought we'd see yep. a little more from him during the Kamara suspension. Hyatt, I think he's Ted Ginn. Like, that's not great for fantasy. It's better for the Giants. Well, Ted Ginn and can't even get on the field. Wide receiver 109, wide receiver 50, 117 mm-hmm. and 90. And yeah, that's, again, that is obviously a crowded um I just think volume is always going to be a problem for him. He's not a route runner. That's, yeah, very fair. All right, we've. Uh, I, I tried to bring some some uh, negative news here. Matt was pretty positive <laughs> on most of these guys. Uh, panic meter's not working at his house, but that's good news for JSN. That's good news for Quentin Johnston, Dalton Kincaid, and a few others. That is going to do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.